0: With us today is Yuri Feinberg, uh, and he's an author. He's from the Soviet Union. He left the Soviet Union in 1979, and he, he has a book called The Child of Gulag. And why are we doing this interview? Well, his mother and uh, Vladimir Putin's mother grew up together. They were in the same building, they were, uh, and the friendships have continued. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, good, good morning, uh, Yuri. How are you this morning? Uh, good morning, John. I'm fine. Thank you. Now, uh, tell us, uh, you grew up, uh, your mom and uh, uh, Vladimir Putin's mom grew up together in the same building?
1: Yeah, we all lived in the same building in, in St. Petersburg. It's in Basco Lane. And uh, we... Uh, Putin, a little younger than me. I remember him as a child. Um, And our mothers were friends. My mother just uh, finished medical school. She became a doctor. So for a couple of years, we
0: were were family friends. And uh, I understand your brother is still close to uh, uh, President Putin and they talk on occasion?
1: They they are very close. Uh, In fact, Putin is the godfather of two of my nephews and when, when, when Putin became president, he took most of his uh, friends, uh, and he was practicing judo, so from the judo club he took most of his friends with him to Moscow to have loyal people around him and one of them, one of them was my, my brother who also relocated from St. Petersburg to Moscow. Um, And uh, they continued the relationship and still pretty close.
0: Now, before we get to talking about your book, let's talk about a lot of the American people want the truth of what's going on uh, in Russia right now. Uh, I had my own opinions on uh, Putin. My opinion on Putin was that he had preferred to be a member of the European community, that he preferred to be closer to the European uh, Europeans rather than be close uh, to the Chinese. Uh, do you have an opinion on that? Yes, that was the original intent. Unfortunately, it didn't work out the way he uh,
1: he, he planned.
0: What went wrong? And,
1: well, the first of all, the Crimea. I mean, people really misunderstand what happened with Crimea. I mean, the official... A, a, a Russian version and actually it's the, it's factual that the majority of the Crimean population uh, is was and is Russian. I would say between 70 and 80 percent Crimean population are Russians who wanted to be uh, with Russia so it was a referendum uh, it was not a So when you basis. referred
0: the, the American people don't understand the word Crimea. When you refer to Crimea, is that part of the Ukraine? It's a peninsula uh, in the Black Sea
1: that was always part of Russia until Nikita Khrushchev, all the older people probably remember him, woke up one morning and said, oh, Crimea should be Ukraine. And he gave it to Ukraine, just like that, you know. The Crimean people woke up one morning in the '60s and they realized that they are
0: no longer in Russia. But the Crimea, yeah. which is part of that Black Sea area where Russia has taken over, was always part of Russia, uh, and uh, uh, President Putin is taking that position that it was always it, part of Russia.
1: It is always, always part not, well, not only part of the Soviet Union, it was a part of a Russian empire. We're going back hundreds of years. The Crimea was always part of Russia. Um, so, he, Putin felt that he was uh, correcting the historical injustice, and, and according to the wishes of the Crimean people, they wanted to be part of Russia. And, and that's what happened. And after that, the relationship with the West went down, of this total misunderstanding. Um, unfortunately, we here in the West don't really understand uh, how, how the rest of the world works, especially the United States being a young country. Uh, like, we don't have the historical, uh, uh, you know, references like, like the, the rest of the world, thousands of years of relationships. So we we totally misunderstood what what, what took place, and uh, that's unfortunate. And like I said, the relationship went downhill, and we ended up where we ended up now. So now he has no choice because Russia became international pariah, and now. The, the only handful of countries, uh, uh, the China, India, Turkey, Middle East, those are the only countries that, that support
0: him. Uh, I understand. So, tell us about uh, so. uh, tell us about Russia today. Obviously, your you, uh, uh, your brother is very close to President Putin, and you talk to your brother. And uh, what the, what's going on in Russia itself?
1: There are several parts to my to my answer. Number one, um, your your assistant asked me this question when we were talking about uh, Putin and his demeanor. First of all, yeah, he is paranoid, and and that that comes from the inter- inside sources. Uh, people call him mini Stalin. He, he he has this problem with with being isolated, and very limited number of people have access to him. He stays away from his cabinet, and and only maybe a Maybe half a dozen people have access to him. It's true. I guess the the enormous power that he he has does the trick. Is
0: is your is your brother part of those half a dozen people? He's
1: close. He's probably a second circle. He doesn't advise him. He's a businessman. Actually, he's not a politician. He doesn't advise him on the But they're friends. They're just smaller family family ties because he's a, he's a godfather of my two nephews.
0: Understood. And, and, and
1: they're very close.
0: Yeah. W- what is it going to take to make peace <laughs> in the world? I mean, uh, uh, the, 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 the Russian people are suffering, the Ukrainian people are suffering, and they're part Russian too. What is the problem here? What, <laughs> uh, what does it take to make peace? Uh, and, and I understand uh, the Russian point of view is Khrushchev made a mistake and yes. that that area is is 80% russian and should be part of russia that's the that's the russian position exactly that's the
1: russian position and most of the russian people that i, I know of uh, i totally agree uh that the crimea belongs belongs to russia and and, and the crimean people are very very happy now they can economically they are much better off now than they used to be and uh, My friends who live in Crimea are very happy with with what took place.
0: Can can we make a peace if if uh, if the Russians, if Putin can keep that Crimea because it's eighty percent Russian, but give the but give the Ukraine access to the Black Sea, that way that way it becomes a business transaction and everybody's happy. Well, the, as far as the Crimean affair, it's it's a fait accompli. It's not going
1: to go back. I mean, yes. it doesn't matter what who, who said said what. The, obviously, the only issue remains to stop the war because that was that was very unexpected. Even people like like me, who basically was defending his action when he put the troops around Ukrainian border to prevent them to to become the members of the NATO because his job is to defend his country he didn't want the the rockets in Ukraine aimed at, at Moscow so he was trying to put some pressure on the international community to to prevent Ukraine becoming the members of the of the, of the NATO but going inside it was not expected in and, and even people who close to him were shocked when it happened um
0: so, uh, so it was a, uh, it, uh, it, it just totally stuff uh, in, the, in America, we call it crap happens sometimes. Uh, uh, we're going to run out of time and I want to have more discussions with you, uh, but I want to uh-huh. give the benefit of telling you about your book and we'll, maybe we'll have another discussion next week. Uh, I, I would love to. Yes. But uh, tell me your book is available uh, on Amazon. And it's, called, it's on
1: Amazon. It's freely available. It's called The Child of Gulag.
0: And, Gulag, uh, spelled G-U-L-A-G. And you're the author, yes. Yuri Feinberg, F-E-Y-N-B-E-R-G. F-E-Y. F-E-Y. F-E-Y-N-B-E-R-G. Yeah, and, and
1: um, the Gulag is an acronym for the, for the State Department of Prisons, actually. That's what it stands for.
0: And you were there as a child, and your mother was a doctor. Yeah, and she grew and she and, uh, grew up with with uh, Putin's mother. Yes. Well, uh, Doctor doc, uh, Yuri, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk again next week. And uh, God bless you, and may we have peace in the world.
1: Thank you, John.
0: Call me anytime, all okay. right? Thank be you. Glad. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free